Hello, and welcome to the Graphics Profiles, the official podcast of Graphics Pro and Graphics Pro Expo, covering the graphics market online, in print, and in person. I'm your host, Reagan Dickinson. Our guest for episode 46 is Jeremy Picker, CEO and Creative Director at Amber Creative in Denver, Colorado. Jeremy's a contributor to Graphics Pro, where he shares his expertise in custom design, apparel decoration, and promotional products. Jeremy's all about creating promotional apparel and products that drive brand awareness and revenue. But before we learn about the methods behind his madness, here's a quick word from our sponsor, ASI. ASI helps graphics professionals expand their businesses to sell logoed promotional products as an added revenue stream. Your customers are already buying promotional products. Shouldn't they be buying them from you? ASI can help you get started in this $23 billion industry selling items like mugs, bags, and hats to schools, coffee shops, realtors, and more. To learn more, visit joinasi.com forward slash GP. And we're back with Jeremy Picker of Amber Creative. Tell me how you describe Amber Creative to prospects. Kind of the elevator pitch, if you will, you know, because I I noticed in your description, you say that uh, we solve creative problems with fashionable answers. that's That's a nice little pitch there. So can you explore that a little bit for me? We really are trying to niche ourselves in the space where We're very hands-on, we're very customer-centric, we know what the trends are, um, and, you know, we, we can design for any style. And so we've been, we've gone through a lot of customers, you know, in the last 10 years, we used to be very heavy on, on religious organizations. And then now we're kind of spread out, you know, amongst different, uh, demographics and, and just kind of really at the point, like we're selecting our clients, which is kind of nice, you know? Can you give me an example of um, solving a creative problem with a fashionable solution? Yeah. So in the whole life cycle of why people are creating merchandise, most in our industry, we stop when we deliver the product, but that's not the end of the life cycle for the customer. They're either making their merchandise you know, to give away, to build their brand, to create awareness, to acquire new customers, to drive sales, you know, those mm-hmm. are the goals that they should be, you know, and again, it starts with asking questions because I don't know what their problem is. They have to kind of tell me that, but right. I do that through, through asking the right questions. And so being able to come up with what is the end goal? Why are you creating this product just because you need it for, you know, uniform? Well, that's, that's, that's one approach, but asking them because a lot of the times they don't know it. So when I'm asking, you know, a potential customer or even a current customer, I'm saying, who is the, the, the last person that is going to touch this merchandise? Is it for giveaway or is it for sale? Is it in conjunction with any of your other marketing campaigns? And a lot of people are like, no, because they don't, they see merchandise as kind of a separate entity versus it should be part of a marketing campaign. And more than any other marketing medium, this can actually go with that person throughout time. You know, Mm -hmm. we just want to say, what does your merchandise line look like? You know, how is it being displayed? Let's say we have three t-shirts, two hoodies, a hat, a beanie, 
a backpack, a journal, a sticker pack and enamel pins. Cool. So we know going into that, let's, let's focus on that. And instead of most processes of being, you know, I'll like it when I see it, we try to reverse engineer to say, all right, let's start with the end in mind. If it's for retail, let's establish price points and then work ourselves backwards to create that. That way we're designing for the medium, we're designing for the budget. Um, and we know, you know, again, all the ins and outs of how it's going to be distributed. So we start with that line plan. We establish a color story. We usually pair the co- the company's brand colors, but then we bring in some fresh on trend colors. Again, what is their audience seeing in retail? Even though their company might be different, the people that are supporting them, they're going to the same places to buy their clothes, Forever 21, you know, Nordstrom's, mm-hmm. uh, PacSun, whatever it might be. So we try to bring in some seasonal colors all because your, your brand colors are lime green doesn't mean you need a lime green shirt. So how can we pick what's a color that would, that would work well in this season and then bring in either inks or woven labels that have your brand colors, not necessarily, well, we're lime green, so we better have lime green shirts. Again, no one will wear it after that event or if they have to, you know, for a uniform. And so the, the third thing is we kind of find out who their audience and style is. We try to divert from just doing the company logo. Now, a company corporate logo, it's the foundation of merchandise for a company. Everyone needs it. You know, it brings uniformity. It's professional. But why are people going to wear merchandise? They don't necessarily want to be a billboard for you all because they like your brand. Let's look at the lifestyle and, and focus on why are they purchasing these things at the mall? What brands are they? Are they, you know, is it active wear and Lululemon and in Athleta and all these, you know, uh, athleisure brands, or is it more streetwear focused? And so we try to establish their, their, I call it vibe. And so they know their customer. I know the marketplace. Again, it comes down to asking questions, taking a few minutes on the front end, to dive in and dig a little more instead of just design on a shirt. How can we elevate the design? You know, obviously again, budget comes in mind, but what is going to make that person wear that garment over and over again? You don't have to go crazy out of budget, but spicing things up a little bit is what we like to do and looking at these brands. So once we pair all that, then we go to concept sketches. You know, we don't go straight to digital because We've learned the hard way when we do that, they end up saying, nope, I don't like it because it's too concrete. Mm -hmm. There's nothing to the imagination. It is what it is when you see it digitally. The reason we like concept sketches, one, they're quicker to do. So my artist can, you know, do two or three concepts and we usually include a bad concept (laughs) just to (laughs) kind of, uh, you know, subliminally push them into the direction we think is going to be best. Yeah. And then they like it. And then we go to digital and that's where we do all the magic and textures and, you know, making apparel or product ready. Um, And then from there, once that we've established the design, that's where we'll start to develop and help them pick the right product. You know, maybe one shirt, 
you do a nice tri-blend shirt with just a, a little one color tonal print with the woven clip label. And then a, the hoodie could be, you know, uh, an acid wash with a felt applique. And, you know, that one is going to warrant a higher price point. But again, it's it's that longevity that we're trying to to think about that shelf life, especially if you're giving this away, you want them to wear it and you want them to wear it more than if they're, you know, spending their money, at least in the transaction of retail, you're getting their money. If they don't wear it beyond that, then, you know, you at least got one part of the, the transaction, but the goal should be getting people to wear it over and over and over again. It's that cost per impression. The more they wear it, the more eyes are on your brand out in the marketplace. And what is the range of products that y'all offer? And I kind of want to lead this into, and maybe you can answer both questions at the same time. Yeah. Kind of the range of products. Plus, obviously, as you put a package together for somebody, you're talking about, you know, a soft good, like a t-shirt. Um, again, maybe something like a water bottle or some different pins. Who knows what the products are, but they have to translate across those different products as well. And I'm just curious about your thinking about that. Yeah. So when I started Amber, me and my business partner back then, we wanted to offer only 20% of products out there. You mm -hmm. know, my education back then was tchotchkes. You know, I don't, I, we didn't mm -hmm. want to sell tchotchkes. So we wanted to sell 20% of products, which for us was t-shirts and hoodies. That's mm -hmm. kind of all we focused on, but we wanted to offer all the decoration techniques possible with that you know, versus, Hey, we have a million products and you can get a one color logo slap. And, you know, there's really no, no thought to go into that. Maybe some thought you still have to pick, pick the items, mm -hmm. but we didn't want to be that. We wanted to focus on, you know, specialty inks, applique. And so before I started my business, I worked for, I toured with bands for 10 years, selling merch on the road. When I got off the road, I was working at a company that did uh, a lot of the sampling for Abercrombie and Hollister and American Eagle back in the day when they actually did the sewn on letters and all the, you know, really cool specialty techniques. I went to my business partner. We were both from the band world and he's like, Hey man, I have this business idea. I just need someone passionate about the, the apparel side like you. And so we teamed up and we're like, we're going to offer, you know, custom dyes, cut and sew, um, you know, oversized discharge ink, you know, all the specialty stuff, uh, finishing and really focus on that. Well, that was great. You know, we, we, we grew really fast, um, when we started and we started in the recession of 2008. So it was, you know, I went in, I had no like business experience other than, you know, managing money for these bands, but, I was so blind of like, Oh, starting a business in a recession. That sounds like a great idea. Um, <laughs> yeah. But you know, again, we were young and passionate. Um, so we didn't really care. And as we were progressing, we would see all of our clients have all these other items, you know, water bottles, backpacks, you know, really nice jackets, mm -hmm. all kinds of promotional apparel are promotional products. And so I still didn't want to do it because I knew apparel. I knew, I knew, you know, fabrics and screen printing and all of that. But I had, I interviewed a, a sales guy one time, you know, maybe eight years ago. And in the interview, he asked me about ad specialties 
And I had no idea what he was talking about. You know, he's like, yeah, you, you can, uh, have like access to, you know, millions of products. And I was intrigued. And so I was really like, all right, how do I do this? Cause I see my customers are doing it. They already trust me for their apparel. Maybe I can learn more about it. And so I got a membership and, you know, I was like, now I know why I, I've been losing all of these bids and quotes for promotional products because I didn't have like a real source. I was just going to someone locally, but they were marketing the product up 40% from what they got it for. Mm -hmm. And then I was trying to mark it up. So I was basically pricing myself out of business. Once I found that and paid all the, you know, associated fees, promo just started building and building. And in 2020, we did more in promo than we did in apparel first time in 12 years and there's actually more margin and more revenue to be had with promotional products, I think, than apparel. And we'll be right back after a word from our sponsor, ASI. Looking for your next sales opportunity? Promo products like logoed t-shirts, hats, mugs, and bags make up a $23 billion industry. You already have your customer's logo, so maximize that revenue potential. ASI can help you learn how to sell these products as an added revenue stream for your business. Learn more at joinasi.com forward slash GP. I'm here with Jeremy Picker, CEO and Creative Director at Amber Creative in Denver, Colorado. Um, you know, one of the things that you mentioned was that you stay on top of the trends and I'm curious as to what are you seeing right now? What are the trends right now that you're capitalizing on? You know, I'm 44, but I feel like I I'm pretty aware of pop culture and, and try to, you know, keep my pulse on it. And so, you know, a lot of, a lot of the things that I'm seeing, you know, the, especially on TikTok, you know, all the DIY, you know, people, kind of like that, the handcrafted, you know, do it yourself. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's nice for, you know, for viewing, but, you know, I guarantee most of those kids that are doing it, you know, you, you reach a ceiling, you can't mass produce this stuff. And some of them that's fine, but it's hard, you know, you can only charge so much for, you know, your handmade garments. And so we're trying to see, you know, these, hand-drawn, hand kind of DIY um, design aesthetic and how can we translate that into mass-produced merchandise. So again, no matter what I like, whatever Angelo, my designer likes, whatever Joe, you know, my head of production likes, it only matters at the end of the day what the client's client likes. And so that's why, you know, we're trying to create our own approach to it. So right now we're doing some R and D with, uh, stalls. We're working with, uh, ZSK, you know, embroidery machines to use our design and creativity and knowledge of decoration and then pairing it with their products and services. So there's a lot of, a lot of things that we're now we're going to create for ourselves. And then hopefully our clients, you know, pick up on it. If not, we're still, having our creative fulfillment, but then part of what we want to do long-term is help other people in our industry make better merchandise. Think about it differently. 
come more on a design approach versus just sourcing because anyone can get a t-shirt made no one really isn't is special in that regard anymore there's millions of places online and local that you can get your merchandise made so again Mm -hmm. what's going to be the differentiator over time i think what we're trying to do is speak our voice of this is what we're seeing in the design space in fashion, how do we pare it down to our clients? You know, they can be corporate, but still have a lifestyle brand. Most of our customers in our industry, merchandise isn't their core product. They have a core product and then they use merchandise to support that. And so getting people to, I guess, get out of that, that widget mentality of just, you know, time to make the donuts and, you know, not thinking about it to now you can't do it to everyone, but focusing on, let's say your top 20 clients, And how can you go deeper with them? How can you help them be more successful? Have you gone to their live events to see how they're displaying the merchandise, handing out the merchandise? Are they doing anything interactive? Right. Um, What are some unique promotional products you found um, that are particularly successful? Um, I think it ebbs and flows. You know, I think drinkware is a staple that everyone should be offering. And if, a screen printer or, you know, um, anyone that's doing graphics. I know you guys do wide format and all, all of the other kind of decoration lasers and stuff. sublimation. Sure. Yeah. Everything out there. If you're not offering drinkware, drinkware has been the number one category for us for probably four or five years now. Okay. People use it way more than they'll wear a t-shirt, wear a hat, wear a hoodie. They'll use it every day. I think drinkware, if you're not offering drinkware, you're missing out on a good chunk of revenue because your customers are already ordering it. They're just not ordering it from you. Mm -hmm. If you're not part of ad specialties, find a local promotional products distributor and come up with a deal. Say, hey, can you help us facilitate some drinkware? Hopefully they would give you a discounted price so you can mark it up, but you don't even have to have to be part, you know, a promotional products distributor to do it, but you should be offering it kind of a trending product. Now we're doing a lot of, uh, Crocs charms for shoes. I don't know if you've seen those. No, I don't think so. I haven't. Um, but those that's, that's the name brand for Crocs internal, but there's generic options that are the same thing. So Basically the, all the little holes in, in the Crocs, you make these peat rubber PVC, almost like a little icon. And it has a little tap backer that you just pop it in, into those holes. And so it's, it's a way for people to, to showcase things that they like or match, you know, their garment or, you know, it could just be like references of like the things that they like. So that product has been crushing it lately. We, we do merchandise for Sirius XM and all of their podcasts and people that doesn't even seem like it's their audience. They're ordering these things because they're just selling like hotcakes. They're hmm. lower cost. So, you know, you're not charging, you know, a $30 t-shirt. You're looking at maybe a 10 to $15 price point, but the margins are great. And it's just, it's very social sharing worthy. So those have been exciting. You know, I think bags and not just like your tote bags or backpacks, but you know, the, the crossover bags, the, 
the hip bags or, you know, a lot of people call them flight bags. There's even for men, men, you know, rock in it where it's just a cross body. It has just a little pouch that you can fit a handful of things in, mm-hmm. you know, using a, you know, sewing on a patch or, you know, direct embroidery. It's been a great little product that we've been seeing. And then, you know, I think it's just really understanding the, the marketplace and find that's where you can save yourself a lot of time knowing your audience, knowing your client's audience. That way, you know where to go to get some inspiration. Again, people don't do a lot of the promotional products. One, they don't have a knowledge of them, but then also they, they don't think about having that lower cost item, giving them a lower cost option to support you that can still, again, build your brand. It could be $8 enamel pin pack, but then they put that pin pack on their backpack and then you're going everywhere with them versus that $30 t-shirt they might wear once every two weeks. Mm-hmm. So while I love the apparel side, those promotional products are actually getting more impressions, more views, and you know can be better at building brand than just wearables. Okay, well, you know what the music means. Our time is up. Yep. I really appreciate your time today. I, I, I would like to bring you back for a second podcast, maybe del- delve into some of these uh, subjects a little bit more thoroughly. Sure, I, I, I'd love to. Uh, as you can tell, I I, uh, I like talking uh, about merchandise and, you know, it's my hobby and my career, so I don't ever get away with it, but um, it brings me joy. And, you know, my goal is to help others find joy in what we do. You know, it's more than just polluting the earth with bad products. It's, you know, how can we make an impact doing what we're doing? And I appreciate that. Thanks again. All right. Have a great one. Me too. And thanks again to our guest, Jeremy Picker, and to our sponsor, ASI. Look for Amber Creative at amb3r.com. So the three is like a backwards E, Amber, right? And ASI at joinasi.com. If you're looking for perspectives, education, tips, tricks, news, videos, and more, all focused on your business and connecting you to experts in the field who are your peers, suppliers, and manufacturers, go to graphics-pro.com. And for convenient regional events catering to graphics professionals across America, check out graphics-pro-expo.com. You can find this podcast at your favorite platform, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or SoundCloud. You can also browse the archives at graphics-pro.com. Thanks for listening, and until next time, adios, amigos.